0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 78, Thriving in Survival Mode. I had every intention of this episode of the podcast being a chance for me to share all of the ways... I planned and prepared for the first trimester of pregnancy, making for an easy glide into the second trimester and the entire pregnancy. After all, preparation is the key to success, right? But I just couldn't do it. I honestly went into this particular pregnancy feeling very overconfident. It's my fifth pregnancy. I knew what was coming. I knew what to expect, and I thought I could beat it. So to say, I thought this time would be different. I was in much better shape when I got pregnant. It had been well over two years since my last pregnancy. And so my body had had more time to recover than it had had in the past. I'd been to therapy and I had read all of the personal development books. So I knew I was mentally in a better state. And I thought, you know, I'll just take a nap or two and I will will myself out of first trimester sickness. Well, (laughs) I basically survived the first trimester on daily naps and the majority of my time, the majority of my time for the last two or three months was spent on the couch when I wasn't in the bathroom. Um, according to my husband, it was the worst of my pregnancies based on my level of whining and the worst part is that it started earlier and stuck around longer than any other pregnancy that I've had thus far. I'm still not feeling 100%. So When it came down to writing this episode about surviving the first trimester through meal planning and meal prep, I just couldn't bring myself to give any advice. Because in those long couch laying sessions, I read what felt like every blog article ever written about morning sickness and surviving the first trimester, and you know what? None of it helped. Sure, some days sipping on a Sprite made me feel a little bit better, and there were about four days when I was sure the vitamin B6 and Unisom combo thing was totally working, but most days were just survival, and so I guess that's what I want to talk about today, and as I wrote this episode, I intended it to be about surviving the first trimester, but it kind of moved in a different direction, and I just want to talk about thriving in survival mode. Because even if you're not in the first trimester or feeling sick on the daily, as mothers, we all understand struggle and we all understand survival mode. And sometimes we need all of the tips and tricks and advice. And sometimes we just need someone to tell us that we're doing just fine wherever we are. And most importantly, that we're normal. So let's talk about the actual truth of survival mode and see if we can find some silver linings about these really difficult times in our lives when we are just surviving or when life is just hard. So we're going to dig into five truths that should hopefully help all of us thrive in survival mode. Before we get too far into this episode, I I just want to tell you to stick it out to the end because I'm going to be sharing an announcement about the future of the podcast going forward. So Make sure you stay tuned until the end. So five truths that can help you survive in survival mode are number one, planning and prep can help, but it's not the only solution. Number two, you need help and that's okay. Number three, different seasons call for different solutions. Number four, resting is not a waste of time. And number five, ups and downs in life are normal and healthy. The first thing I want to talk about is that planning and preparing can help, but only so much. So we're going to continue to talk about the first trimester because that's the recent thing, event that put me into survival mode. But this is true for anything. Um, Say that's a new job, a new baby, school starting for the kids, any of those changes that happen. I find personally that change and transition is like, a precursor to survival mode for me. And planning and preparing absolutely can help. If you have a plan going into a new school year, it will be a smoother ride. If you have a plan going into the first trimester of a pregnancy, it will go smoother. So yes, I am still here to (laughs) promote planning and prep. Just because you might know or expect that it's going to be a rough road doesn't mean that you should do absolutely nothing to prepare. For me, I honestly only had about two weeks between finding out I was pregnant and morning sickness beginning in full force. So I did not have a lot of time to make a huge impact. But I did get a few things done that made a difference. I knew that I had struggled to cook and eat meat in the first trimester. So for my meal prep in those first few weeks, I prepped a bunch of different kinds of meats. We had a variety of things to cook from throughout this time. It really did help to have all of that prepped, but it wasn't a perfect solution. I probably cooked more than I would have because we had some things ready and it was immensely helpful for my husband who ended up taking over the bulk of the cooking for the majority of this time. But this doesn't mean that we were enjoying homemade meals every night because of all of my incredible foresight. I still couldn't eat much of what I had meal prepped so it was helpful for feeding my family but I was still surviving on saltine crackers or sometimes nothing at all. Our takeout bill also doubled or tripled and we probably ate out two times a week which is a huge increase for our family which is our average is usually 0 to 1 time per week. There were many nights where the family ate leftovers, cereal, scrambled eggs, or whatever other easy thing we could manage. I'm getting, I'm getting wordy, and I promised myself that this episode would be short, but the point here is that while planning and preparation is helpful, there are still situations that go beyond what we can plan and prep for. We did our best, as I know that all of you moms in whatever challenging situation that you're in are doing your best, and most importantly, I didn't allow myself to feel any guilt about any of it. <laughs> I recognize that different seasons call for different solutions and that no one is on their A game all the time. All right, so that brings me to the next point. You need help and that's okay. I am so thankful for all of the help my husband offered me in this difficult time. He took on the brunt of the housework, childcare in the evenings, and dinner cooking for the entire first trimester. Uh, But I know that many of you are not in the same situation that I am. Maybe you're a single mother. Maybe your husband is less willing or less available to jump in and help out. Maybe you work long hours or or any other number of struggles. My goal on the podcast is to help moms in the long term find solutions to their mealtime struggles and through that find peace and solutions to other struggles in their life because they've mastered this thing that feels so daunting in the life of a mom, right? But what about in the short term? What about those times when normally, everything really runs pretty smoothly in your house, but life has thrown you some extra obstacles, and you just need a little help. I say embrace the help however you can get it. Get creative, trade babysitting with a friend who has kids that your kids get along with. Um, While this might sound like more work, in my experience, I found that my kids behave better with friends around and they leave me alone a little bit. Um, It's really not any harder than taking care of just my own kids and it opens up time for me. Try getting a nanny if you can afford it. Hire some house cleaning. If meals are too much for you for a season, lower your standards for a time of what you consider a healthy or balanced meal. Uh, Order HelloFresh or another meal delivery service. If none of these are options, I mean, consider using the TV more. You may have strong feelings about screen time and its effects. I do too, but in these most challenging circumstances, it may be worth the trade-off for a season. Um, And again, try and keep that mom guilt out of it. Like You absolutely have permission to do what you need to do for a season to help you bounce back stronger, right? The third point is that different seasons call for different solutions. Uh, in the book Essentialism, which is written by Greg McKeown, I'm not sure how you say the last name, but it's in the show notes if you want to see it written out. Uh, the author talks about trade-offs. So he says that you get to choose what problems you want solutions to and what trade-offs you're willing to live with. You can't solve every problem. You can only learn to define the trade-offs that you are willing to live with. The problem is that many of us try to set our trade-offs once and then live with it even as life twists and turns. So let's say on a normal day, you want to solve the family dinner time problem by cooking at home. And you're going to make that as easy as possible for yourself through meal planning and meal prep. You know that you're probably using a little more time to cook at home than you might with other solutions, but for you, you've decided that it's worth the trade-off for improved food quality and the health improvements that come from cooking at home and the cost savings that you're sure to get from cooking at home. But then let's say your time suddenly becomes even more scarce than it already was. Or more accurately, maybe your energy becomes even more scarce, which is a much more useful metric to track anyway. This can happen due to a pregnancy like my case, and like we talked about earlier, a new job, illness in the family, divorce, or other family drama, a new baby, any number of things. The point is that suddenly your time and your energy have become more valuable than they were before because you have been spread thinner. So this may be a time to go back to the drawing board And to decide if you still want to solve the family mealtime problem by cooking at home, nothing has to be or should be permanent. And that's something that I think we really struggle with as we find solutions and they are working and then suddenly we have to change those solutions and then we feel like we're failing because our solution didn't work. But really our life is just ever flowing and ever changing. So it's absolutely normal to have to adjust things now and then. So because your energy is now more scarce maybe you decide that you want to trade money instead of time Uh, because in this time in your life maybe money feels like an easier thing to give up than your energy or time and you decide to order a meal delivery service because these still have lots of vegetables they're essentially homemade but cutting out a lot of the difficult steps for you Um, And so that's a great solution. Or maybe instead, you decide that you still don't have enough money to trade and you don't have time. So you're willing to lower your standards on the quality of your food in trade for greater ease for your life for a season. This is obviously not something I would recommend in the long term. And I think you would start to find yourself feeling the same way. But again, we're kind of talking about these most dire of circumstances, right? And we need to be gentle with ourselves during those times. I find that when I consider trade-offs as I'm trying to solve problems in my life, it makes the decisions that I have to make as a mother so much less guilt inducing that it helps me choose the very best solution for our family for a given time. The season you're in, whatever it is, will not last forever. And If it appears that whatever struggle you're going through might last longer, this may be a time that you have to look for more long-term solutions. Maybe you realize that this season is going to last longer than you thought, so maybe financially you're not going to be able to continue with HelloFresh, or maybe you are starting to feel sluggish from choosing less high-quality food. So at this point in time, when the trial is lasting longer, that might be the time to start learning some other tools and techniques, but using the tools at your disposal in times of survival is okay, and it's normal, and it's just about trade-offs. It's not about good and bad decisions. All right, this one that I have to talk about next is a huge struggle for me. So If you ever met me in real life, maybe this would come off as lip service or something, but it is something that I'm working on and I think you can benefit from too. And that is that resting is not a waste of time. So like I said, this mindset is something I have to work on daily. I am totally that mom that never sits down if there's clutter on the floor, dishes in the sink, or a mess somewhere in the house, which if you have small children is anytime those children are awake. But I learned something powerful about rest during the last few months that was really important first off as powerful as clearing physical clutter from our lives can be it's really important as moms to learn to clear mental clutter and find peace even among physical chaos I obviously still prefer a decluttered space as I'm sure you do too and in normal times I work hard to make that happen but I discovered that I can absolutely still find peace and rest for 5-10 minutes, even when chaos abounds around me. I also noticed that as I allowed myself to rest more, that my mind actually became more active in a good way. It was as if the busy work thoughts that used to drive me dissipated, and I finally had space for my actual thoughts. No longer was my mind rehashing my to-do list. Instead, I was thinking about the bigger picture and more important grander thoughts. The cool part about this is that it was totally automatic and I started to feel really inspired, though I was still unable to physically execute some of that inspiration. Um, But it felt good. I was able to take notes and prepare mentally for the next season of my life. Uh, Like exercise, uh, rest takes practice. At first, it might feel like a waste of time or like you aren't seeing results or like you don't have time for it. But as you continue to practice, you'll start to see these benefits that I started to see. And it will start to become difficult to see how you got through without taking the time for rest before. Also, my friends, I'm bookmarking these words for myself for later, as I said, as a recovering workaholic mom. So if this is hard for you, you're absolutely not alone. All right. The last thing that I want to talk about, about thriving in survival mode, my friends, is that Ups and downs are normal and healthy. And this thought was inspired by a talk I watched recently on the book and class at Stanford University called Design Your Life. I haven't yet read the book, but I would like to. Bill Burnett authored the book and gave this talk. And the part that I found most inspirational is when he compared our life to his job as a designer, which is what he does for a living. And he says that. He has days when he's inspired and motivated and full of ideas and days when he's not and he is not full of ideas. Because after all, as a designer, you are creating something new that's never been done before. You really can't be expected to be full of great ideas every single day. And this feels really obvious when you consider this job. I would never think less of this man or think he was a bad designer or bad employee for not being full of ideas at all times yet in our own lives feel so frustrated or like we are failures when we have normal ups and downs I know that I do I'll keep my journal for three months and then lose steam and feel like gosh I had created that habit and now I ruined it or exercises a habit but then everyone gets sick and it feels like a small uphill battle to start again But what if instead we could just accept that as humans, we are creating something new that's never been done before, at least not by us, our very lives, and that the ups and downs are not only normal, but maybe even necessary to finding the tools, the steps, the inspiration we need for the next step in our lives. Next time you're in a down part of life, I know it doesn't make it feel easier immediately, but look for the ways that you're learning and preparing for the next phase of inspiration in your life. All right, my friends, so that's it. The five things you need to know to help you survive and even thrive in survival mode. Remember that planning and preparing can be really helpful, but they can only help so much. You need help through these times of your life and that's okay and normal. Different seasons of your life call for different solutions. This is also okay and normal. Resting is not a waste of time and in fact it can really fuel us for future success and ups and downs are a normal and healthy part of this life. Thank you for listening friends. I hope that my experience in the last three months can help you in some way through whatever struggles you're going through. It takes a little vulnerability for me to come out here and tell you that you know things are not always as perfect as they might seem but I think it's so important and it's one of my biggest goals in teaching you that you understand that I struggle just like you. There are always ups and downs and that as much as I believe in these principles that I'm teaching you It is not a clear like point A to point B, suddenly your life is perfect and exactly what you want to be, but there's a lot of trial and error and the messy middle involved. So I hope you understand that as I teach you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. All right, so the last thing I want to say, this announcement that I want to have is that Moving forward, the podcast is going to be moving from a weekly episode to a bi-monthly episode, so every other week. And part of the reason for this, I have double reasons. One is to benefit me, and the other is to benefit you better. So this is something that I spent a lot of time thinking about, as I said, as I was spending time resting and recovering and thinking about what the most effective ways I could move forward in my life and in my business were. So as I've thought about the podcast, I've done it every single week because that's how everybody does it. That's what I've been told to do. That's what I've heard is effective. So I've just done it. And to be honest, it's become a habit. It's not a huge, huge struggle to put the podcast out every single week. However, the selfish reason for me that I am choosing to step back a little bit is because the purpose of the podcast is, of course, to help women, help moms find peace with their lives, find peace with their dinner times, and move forward with their goals. And that remains a purpose of the podcast. But the purpose for me and for my business is to further along my business through online courses which I've discussed at length the first one really truly will be coming out at the end of May beginning of June I will announce an official date for that probably on the next podcast so stay tuned for that I promise it's really coming but the point is is that doing the podcast every single week has eaten into the time that I have to put forth the even better even more polished even more specific content that will help you guys move forward that's really important to me I want to get the ball rolling on that more and making the podcast and every other week experience will allow me to do that the reason for you that I'm doing this is because like I said I feel really strongly that I want to be a person of authenticity I only want to share the information that Is the very most valuable for you. And to be honest, while I can bust out a podcast every single week, I've been doing it for over a year now. I just don't feel like I have that much valuable content. And I also feel like sometimes the quality of my content slips because I have to put it out so quickly. So by making this change, I'm hoping you get more direct, more valuable more specific content that will help you and that that content will be more polished as we move forward. So those are the reasons for the changes. I hope you will stick around um, and I hope that the change gives you a little bit of time to instead of just binge listen to start to implement some of the changes uh, that we talk about here. I'm so grateful for you, my friends. Thank you for sticking with me, for listening, for um, joining me on this journey to finding more peace and fulfillment as mothers. I am so grateful for your, like I said, for your listening, for your ratings, for your reviews, for your emails, um, and everything that you've shared with me. So, all right. So next week, there will be no new episode of the podcast. The following week, I'm inviting my husband on the podcast and... And we're going to talk about how we divide up roles and responsibilities within our home so that we are all contributing and all feeling that level of help. This is not something that's perfect, but I thought that would be helpful for you to see not only how we're sharing responsibilities, but I'm also hoping to dig into what we do as women sometimes that deters us from getting the help that we really need. So I'm excited to have him on He will be very entertaining, I can promise that. And I will see you in a few weeks. Thanks for listening, friends. Happy fun.